This is Nightmares of the Americas, Indigenous Tales. The show will start in three, two, one. Welcome, everybody, to Nightmares of the Americas, Indigenous Tales. I'm Joseph. And I am stung by a wasp, but survived to talk about it, Gabriel B. Hill. <laughs> oh, stung by a wasp, Gabriel B. Hill. Look at him go. Yeah, it was fun. His face looks like a, like a water balloon right now. Every time he turns, it's a big pus <laughs> ball that just keeps sloshing back No, and it's gone now. <laughs> but I looked like the elephant man over the weekend. I was just like, somebody love me. Please. And everyone's like, please get away, sir. You're scaring the children. <laughs> <laughs> Kicked him out of a movie theater. Yep. Uh, I couldn't even enjoy Danny's. Good American oh, American breakfast Danny's. He was he no, was I trying to get a moons over my hammy, and they said no. <laughs> no, I hate Denny's. <laughs> That's the only thing I know there, moons over my hammy, because it sounds funny. The Grand Slam. Oh, is that Denny's? Grand Slam? Yeah. <laughs> well, there was one time we were going to eat there, and we saw someone get hit by a car. Oh, fun. And then we decided we were going to leave because um, we just saw brains on the ground. Aww. And there was another time we went there and there was a bunch of hair in my food. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, I feel like Denny's is like old people go there and like drunk people because they're open all night. Oh, I prefer a good international house of pancakes. Well, there you go. No, not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick local. Black Bear Diner. Black Bear Diner. Is that local? I don't know. Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Just keeps. <That's> not- <laughs> <laughs> Little Caesars. Little Caesars. But um, other than that, I am doing fantastic. How about you? <laughs> I've had a terrible day, but it's better because we're going to record. And oh yeah, or we are recording, and I don't have to feature be in the heat. And <laughs> I'm just. I'll get into it. He's I promise, guys. He's channeling his inner oh, energy. I'm trying to get into it. <laughs> um, 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 uh, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that is either. Um, 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 uh, I don't know. Some... I was watching like trolls. So I was like feeling kind of like tired and stuff. So I went upstairs and I'm laying in bed and Kristen walks in and goes, are you watching trolls? And I was like, yeah, it's kind of fun. <laughs> and it's the Russell Brand's character. I don't know. The guy who's like, hum, and he's floating and stuff. Um, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like the guru <laughs> troll. Yeah, that guy. So I was, was kind of doing the guru troll right now. But whatever helps. So anyway, so please uh, go ahead and follow us on all the major podcasting platforms. Whatever you're listening to us on, make sure you're just uh, following us just so you get all the updates and new, the new episodes as they drop. Yeah, it gives you notifications straight to your phone. And then since you're on that app, all you have to do is go down to the bottom, give us a five star in the middle, wherever it's at in the app, give us a rating of five stars. And that really helps us out a lot. Then you could take a screenshot of that. Send the screenshot to info at behillnetwork.com with your mailing address and your alias, and we'll shoot you out a free sticker. So we'll mail you a free sticker if you do that for us. It really helps us out, so we want to give you something to reward you for helping us out. Yeah, definitely. And you can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Indigenous underscore Tales. And we post, you know, little clips, videos, pictures of the show. So when we talk about stuff, we'll, we'll have pictures of the different tribes mm-hmm. and the different creatures that we talk about or victims or whatever, whatever it is that day, whatever the, the flavor of the week is. So we'll have stuff like <laughs> that. You know, we'll post a lot of stuff in our story, post a lot of stuff daily. So you can also follow us there. So let's get into the show. Last episode, we talked about the Kwakwakwakwaka people in Canada. Yeah. And we talked about how they have these amazing ceremonies that the government tried to shut down or did shut down for a moment. Mm-hmm. The potlatch ceremonies and other the um, the cannibal ceremony and this big reinsurgence right now in their culture. And they're bringing everything back and they're doing these festivals and they're doing these ceremonies again, which is amazing. They have their language that they speak that is also getting a big re- resurgence and they're there a lot of people are excited about this and they're learning the old ways and they're keeping tradition alive mm-hmm. so this that's an amazing thing they're also protesting for their rights of their native land still and to stop these fish farmers cuz fishery farm fisheries or farming fish farm fish fish farms yes farm raised fish <laughs> <laughs> 
they're awful and they're not good for the environment. So no. I don't understand why. And and they market it like it's good for the environment. They'll mm-hmm. say, oh, it's sustainable, sustainable fishing. We're helping everybody. It's like, no, you're only helping yourself. And it's garbage. They make, they get this salmon that's farm raised and they have to add dye to it to make it red. Oh, they're okay. So they're just making salmon. So now you're eating red 40 or whatever number, whatever number it is, just mm-hmm. so you could, so it could look like it's red. And that can't be good for you. No. So stay away from all that farm stuff. Wild, wild caught's a way to go. Wild caught, mm-hmm. or if it's um, something like beef, pork, uh, chicken, something that's pasture raised, grass, grass fed, grass finished, no antibiotics, no hormones. That, that that's all going to make you a better. It's going to make you a healthier person. So stick with that. Yeah. But they also, but they have been protesting over the past few years about these farms in Canada. We also talked about a little about how they believe in the Thunderbird and Thunderbird. It's flapping its wings causes thunder and it's capable of hurling lightning bolts from its eyes or talons or, or using these lightning serpents as weapons. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into that part today. The Thunderbird, the legendary Thunderbird. I'm excited for this episode. Thunder sisters. <laughs> I kept thinking about that last time, the last episode when you were talking about that. <laughs> I like, I like cartoons. Cartoons are awesome. I still like cartoons. I'll always like cartoons. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. You're not weird. <laughs> Girl, I never said oh, I, I was weird. <laughs> I, I'm okay. I, I don't care. I can be weird. <laughs> Bolts of lightning were said to shoot from the eyes of the Thunderbird and claps of thunder to come from the movement of his wing. It's fierce and strong, and the Thunderbird brought the storms and the rain. The precious source of water for the people's crops also. Due to his fearsome power, he was believed by some to be the greatest of all the spirits. You talked a little about it last episode, how for the for the people you were talking about, the Thunderbird was like really important to these people. They had uh, ceremonies specifically for the Thunderbird. They had dances. There's masks that represent mm-hmm. the Thunderbird. Yeah, the mask is really cool. We posted on our Instagram. So if you guys have seen the mask... Um, or if you guys saw the mask, you mm-hmm. guys will appreciate it. It's awesome because it, that's the closed mask when it looks like a looks like a bird, mm-hmm. and then the opened picture there's a replica of a head inside. Yeah, it looks cool. But it wouldn't be a head; it would be your head because you'd be wearing the mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's really so. Cool. Just kind of imagine that where it opens up, your face is right there instead of that mannequin face that they used in the in the photo. <laughs> the storms that he would create could be both a blessing or a curse depending on whether they brought the needed rain or flooding and destructive winds. But despite this, the Thunderbird is loved as a symbol of protection for humans against evil spirits. It is believed that Thunderbirds live in the clouds atop the highest mountains. Their great wingspan allowed them to fly to these heights with very good ease. This dwelling place fits the legend of the Thunderbird as a part of creation, a marker between earth and sky. I know it's not like has uh it's not really well it's not inspired by indigenous culture or the thunderbird but I saw a lot of people saying like it's a pokemon like it's one of the legendary bird pokemon <laughs> cuz there's a bird that looks like the thunderbird and oh, really? and it shoots lightning and stuff it's called lightning chew it's called lightning chew that's what I thought see I was right in J- japanese it translates to lightning chew yeah, I think that's what it is <laughs> The richly covered feathers that adorn the Thunderbird could be removed like a cape, along with their fierce mask. When they wished to take human form, some people saw them as a symbol of the forces of nature, while others considered them to be a part of the animal kingdom. Due to the perception of their greatness, only the greatest and strongest of the tribal leaders were allowed to adorn themselves with the symbol of the Thunderbird. So not just any regular, regular guy keep off the street. Yeah, <laughs> you had to be handy with the steel, if you know what I mean. Earn the keep. <laughs> you had to be a regulator. We're damn good too. <laughs> <laughs> We'd play that music if we didn't get sued by uh, the copyright people. But, but yeah, by you, Warren Warren G. Yeah, Warren G. <laughs> Him and his people, they'll come after us. I think it's a uh, isn't isn't Warren G. Doctor Dre's brother, uh, step brother. I, I don't know. I think it's a stepbrother. Oh, I didn't know that. You don't know anything. Nope, nothing. <laughs> I remember that song came out. What what, what year did it come out? 80. <sighs> no, it was like 90. I want to say it 65. came out in 96. Maybe it came out in 95. Hmm. 
95 or 96. I mean, I was alive, but not to appreciate music, I guess. No, you weren't. <laughs> yeah, so you couldn't you, just be. You were alive, but you weren't living. I wasn't living, everybody. But yeah, you couldn't just be any regular guy having symbols of the Thunderbird around you. You had to be somebody important. You had to earn it. Thunderbirds usually act as messengers for the higher powers of nature. They have been known to occasionally come down to Earth during storms, turning into men and women and living among humankind. So kind of how you said you didn't know there were shapeshifters, or we both of us were saying we didn't really. Yeah, this is this is all news to me. Yeah, it's really. This episode, I'm like, when I read that, I was like, wait, what? They were. <laughs> They're people, they were, too. They were little shifty shapers. Yeah. They were just little shifters. That's something I never really heard about. And then they live amongst, kind of like the reptilians, I think. Hmm. Except the reptilians. The Thunderbirds aren't corrupt and drunk with power. <laughs> oh, they're not career politicians. No. But I mean, indigenous tribes and families have been known to have ancestors that were Thunderbirds. These people would rarely joke around and they would have more of a serious nature about them. And so if you, if you had like a uptight family member or just someone who's always serious, like, were you a Thunderbird? That's how you know, because all of us just crack on each other all the time. So oh, if there's yeah. the one serious one, you're like, hmm, hmm. They they're have, boring. They, they have, must have uh, Thunderbird in them. Yeah, they got a little bit of Thunderbird in them, probably. Mm -hmm. The appearance of the Thunderbird is a little difficult to pin down, as it has a ver variety of descriptions that range from tribe to tribe. Almost the only consistent thread between the stories is that the bird has supernatural powers. It's described as a supernatural being, an enormous bird that symbolizes power and strength, and it protects humans from evil spirits. It was called the Thunderbird because of the flapping of its powerful wings that sounded like the sound of thunder, and lightning would shoot from its eyes. The bird was so large that several legends say it picked up a whale with its talons. You know how big a whale is um, to be picked they're up? About, yeah, they're about uh, <laughs> four feet. How many kilograms? Four Probably it's little, uh, what's that? They're about... The fin on Three, top. 300 kilograms. The, maybe the fin on top of them is four feet. What kind of whale? See, now we're getting into, see, you're talking about like. Like an orca. A, a whale tail or like a. What's a <laughs> like you're talking about like a killer whale or like a. Yeah, like a, like free willy. A, a good old beluga. Good old fashioned beluga. Uh, beluga. A sperm whale. Dude. <laughs> Are you just going to name every whale? <laughs> a blue whale. A shark whale. A whale shark? A humpback whale? Uh, I don't know any is other it, whales. Is it in the porpoise family? <laughs> Wait, belugas aren't that big, are they? Aren't belugas the one that have like a big old fat forehead? Um, yes. Okay. I don't think they get that big. I don't know. <laughs> but to be able know. to pick up an orca, it's got to have some big talons and be strong those, to pick that thing up out of the I ocean. Think those are about, I want to say, 24. <laughs> I think. I'm not going to believe anything you 2,400 <laughs> kilos, I think. We got to fact check them. Somebody email us. <laughs> Don't do it. They were said to have bright and colorful feathers, sharp teeth, and claws. They were said to live in the clouds at the highest mountains. And some believe they were shapeshifters who often changed their appearance to interact with normal people. Many legends reference the anger of the Thunderbirds as sometimes fearsome to behold, which could result in harsh punishments. In one story, an entire village was turned to stone for their wrongdoings. Don't piss off the Thunderbird. What did I say? 2,400 kilos? <laughs> yes, I think you did say that. Oh, 3,600 kilos. You were off. That's off. a lot to be off by <laughs> in kilograms. I don't know why I thought. <laughs> so what is that in pounds? Like a... Uh, kilos are 2.2 pounds per kilogram. So that's a pretty heavy whale. So that's about 8,000 to 12,000 pounds. And to pull it out of the ocean where it's natural habitat, where it's strong and can fight you back. So this thing's got to have a lot of strength. Or it was so terrified that it just got shot. It just gave up. It's all, oh. it <laughs> is that the Thunderbird? And he's all, mom. <laughs> and then, whoo, whoo, floating away. I don't think whales are like possums where they just play dead. They're all, he can fly. He can fly. He, he can, can fly. fly. Have you ever seen a house fly? I saw a killer whale fly. <laughs> don't steal our movie idea. We're going to make a movie about that one day. <laughs> We're going to use uh, racist, racist, racially inaccurate <laughs> depiction of animal, of stereotypical people as animals like Disney. Yeah. They, I mean, they get away with it. 
they just have to write on there on, when you watch on Disney. Plus. Oh yeah, It'll warning! Just say, like, this movie racial, was made. We were extremely racially insensitive, <laughs> but we're still going to show you the movie anyways. We're still gonna, we're still going to show you the movie. Enjoy, because it's art. Because it's fun. <laughs> oh, My daughter was watching Aristocats the other day, and it has that warning because there's a scene with like a. I think it's a Siamese cat and it has like chopsticks and stuff. Yeah. It has chopsticks and it has and it's a, doing a very inappropriate like accent, a, like a flat hat or something. <laughs> yeah. And he's like playing the piano with the accent and oh, stuff. Yeah. And I was like, well, Oh my gosh. Way to go. Disney. <laughs> they say the Thunderbird has a wingspan of around 20 feet or larger. A lot of tribes believe the Thunderbird was a God in animal form. It would often have large, brightly colored feathers, a bald head, and curved horns on its head. Some accounts tell of sharp teeth in its beak, and that it had large talons, strong enough to grab orca whales. Like in the story, The Thunderbird and the Whale. In this legend, the Thunderbird and the Whale engage in a fierce battle, and the Thunderbird ultimately triumphing over the great sea creature. This story symbolizes the balance of power between different elements of nature and the ongoing cycles of life and death. I read a lot of stories like that, but they didn't really say. I wonder if the whale was like its food source. <laughs> I just wanted to eat the whale. Or just showing that know. it's strong enough. I want to eat a whale. Oh, I do too. For like the frozen blubber. or seal. It looks really good. Too. I was watching videos of people eating it and... Monique was like, what are they eating? And I was like, oh, it's a seal. She's like, that's disgusting. And I'm like, you eat chorizo. You eat menudo that has like pig intestine or that's, whatever. No, that's cow stomach. Yeah, but how is that gross? Or how how is the other one gross, but that one's not? We eat cows. Yeah, but it's all it's all in the five basic food groups. <laughs> Meat group. Meat group. <laughs> one and a half minute. <laughs> So something cool for the nerds out there, there was an indigenous superhero that was inspired by the Thunderbird. Do you know about this? No. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> He's an Apache man named John Proudstar, a.k.a. Thunderbird. And he first appeared in the giant size X-Men number one in 1975. But he was a short-lived member because he died soon after. <laughs> oh, so they were like, hey, there you go. We're going to kill him. Come on, Marvel. Yeah, he was part of the X-Men and he had like Superhuman strength, super speed, and he was an Apache. But he was inspired by the Thunderbird. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I thought that was pretty cool. All over the Thunderbird symbolizes power, nobility, and strength. In almost all indigenous tribes, the Thunderbird is a dominant icon or symbol in their traditions and artworks, such as totem poles, pottery, jewelry, masks, petrographs, and carvings. Totems often have giant birds carved into them, sometimes with the underwater panther on the bottom. Oh, we talked about him before. The Mishupishu. Um, yeah. Many tribes share stories and even songs depicting the Thunderbird to honor the powerful creature. As the name shows, the Thunderbirds are masters of the sky and the storm. They point their beaks upward to make a human face and pull off their feathers as if it were a cloak. They can remain in human form for as long as they want and are always capable of changing back into their original form. Some West Coast tribes believe the Thunderbird and humans made a deal for the Thunderbird to help them in times of food crisis in exchange for them honoring the Thunderbird in their culture. This is possible where the idea of the, of the Thunderbird as a protector of humanity came from. It was believed that any human who ventured into the Thunderbird's territory would incur its wrath and hear its thunderous wings as a warning to stay away. I don't know if I'd approach a Thunderbird. I'd be scared. Even if I'm being respectful, I'd still be scared. It's going to shoot lightning at me or something. Like uh, <laughs> like the never-ending story when he's going between those sphinx and it's like judging you. <laughs> and if you're like a bad person, those things shoot at you and kill you. Oh, yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. That's a, that's what I picture. Uh, I can't say those people's name. How do you say their name that we talked about last Betray week? Betrayu. Kwa-kwa-kwa-kwa-kwa-kwa-kwa. Qua- <laughs> no? qua- qua- okay. It is said that the Kwakwakiwak people once made a deal with the Thunderbird. Though underneath its wings are lightning snakes, which the Thunderbird uses as weapons. Lightning is created when the Thunderbird throws these lightning snakes, or when he blinks his eyes that glow like fire. Sometimes these lightning snakes are depicted in indigenous art as having 
wolf or dog-like heads with serpent tongues. They are occasionally referred to as the Thunderbird dogs. I've never heard of that before until I was researching. That's a dog head with a snake tongue? Mm-hmm. And then where's, where's a serpent's what's the body? Tongue. A dog? It doesn't say. What? It just said. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> so it's a flying head? It's a flying dog head or wolf head with a serpent tongue. Hmm. That makes light. Okay. <laughs> they would have art that's portraying the Thunderbird with a huge carving beak and prominent ears or horns. The Thunderbird is a large... They would often share tales of the Thunderbird being large enough to kill and, a, and carry killer whales. And the lightning snakes of the Thunderbird are used during hunts out at sea for the killer whales. After capture, the Thunderbird carries the killer whale back to the mountain to eat. Wow. So I guess they do eat them. And, that, and killer whales are, like from what I remember, the 3,600 kilograms. <laughs> from what I heard. From what I remember. I think... I think someone told us that was uh, I think I said that. (laughs) And for you don't know, in America, kilograms are 2.2 pounds per kilo. So do the math. (laughs) Do the math. (laughs) Helping you out. Common core. How many killer whales does it take for two kilograms of whale when they're only 3,600 kilos? You just carry the one and then see where it takes you. I don't even know if I make sense. (laughs) I don't know either. (laughs) Common core. (laughs) Isn't that the stupid math? Yes, it's it's changed. the math that doesn't allow children to think. Yes, it's like you have to you do have it this to do way. it that way, or even though there's like shortcuts and no, there's you all can't these do that because to everyone learns different. So we're going to make you all learn the exact same way. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm glad How I'm not kill in school creativity. Anymore. Put them in the American education system. You make them robots. Yeah, robots. That's what they want. Yeah, wait until the quantum computer comes out. <laughs> oh no they're they're working on it they're working on it singularity is coming soon guys singularity is coming soon just remember i said that <laughs> they're all going to remember in, what uh, 2025 so many many indigenous cultures believe in the concept of multiple worlds existing at once many of which are unseen by the human eye and according to them the upper world and the lower world are separate from the middle world which is where human beings reside Thunderbirds are believed to be controllers of the upper world, giving them supreme power in the hierarchy of the spirits close to the heart of the native culture. In ancient stories, this creature would be tasked with defeating the evil malicious forces of the lower world where serpents or felines reside. Ooh, so they're giant cats? Yeah. Giant cats a fight with the Thunderbirds? That sounds pretty I like scary. Cats. I like animals. Yeah, you're an animal. Yeah. We both are. And they're delicious too. Not cats. I don't know. Maybe and, they are. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I was like, wait, you've eaten, eaten a cat Well, before? I talked to my friend Elf, and he used to eat cats all the time. <laughs> what part of the world? Um, He was from... Like where it's... Oh, gosh. Someone, someone's probably screaming at, the, screaming at us right now. Oh, where was Elf from? Well, he was an alien. He crashed and landed. It was it was in the 80s. Oh, Elf. Yes, Elf. I thought you said Elf, Elf. like E-L-F. No, A-L-F. He, he ate cats. Elf, yeah. yeah. I can't remember he where loved he was eating from. cats. Madison knows where he's from because we watched. I, I had to go old school and go. I right, watch an elf. She loves him. Oh yeah, she likes yeah. all the old shows, yeah. all the good it's really shows. Funny. It still it holds elf. up. It holds up. So hey, hey, Willie, where's the cat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't eat the don't eat the cat, elf. Okay, Willie. <laughs> so the battle with the horned serpent is a very popular story that involves a fierce battle between the Thunderbird and the mighty sea creature known as the horned serpent. In this tale, the horned serpent, a fearsome creature with large antlers and a serpentine body, wrecks havoc on land and the sea. The Thunderbird, representing the forces of good, engages in an epic struggle with the horned serpent, unleashing thunder, lightning, and powerful gusts of wind. Ultimately, the Thunderbird emerges victorious, vanquishing the serpent and restoring balance to the natural world. See, Hollywood can't even, they just, they just, they steal everything from everyone. That's what Hollywood does. So, so far, what I've learned is that they believe in the multiverse because they have all these different (laughs) (laughs) around. And now we're talking about about Titans. Titans. (laughs) There's literally Titans that are fighting in the ocean. Yeah. Gojira. Yeah. That one. My favorite Titan. I like Kong too, but. Kong's pretty cool. If you like Mothra, I don't know. Then you're sad because Mothra's terrible. It's not <laughs> Mothra's, even Mothra's boring. The most, that's what I was going to say. The most boring <laughs> Titan there is. She just sprays her little 
yarn on people and that's it. She's like Butterfree, the Pokemon. See, goes back to Pokemon. Always. <laughs> the Kwakwa Kiwak tell a story of a young warrior who embarked on a perilous journey to find a Thunderbird's feather. It was believed that possessing such a feather would grant the warrior extraordinary strength and protection. After enduring numerous trials and dangers, the warrior reached the nest of the Thunderbird, high atop of a towering mountain. Through cunning and bravery, he managed to pluck a single feather from the nest. As he descended, the Thunderbird awakened and showed fierce winds. However, the warrior, now empowered by the feather, withstood the onslaught and returned to his village, where he was hailed as a hero. So this guy proved his... He had moxie. <laughs> I guess he went and reached for the feather. What do you do I with still, the feather now, though? I don't know. You just invite girls over, and you're like, hey, I got a feather. I got a Thunderbird feather. And they're all like, oh. And oh. then he just touches them with it, and then they're all, their hair is just like, poof. Yeah, it's all, <laughs> <just> shocks them. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, I don't understand how to control this power. <laughs> They're walking out. <laughs> Smoke coming out of their well, mouth. He shocked another one. Oh, he's a man's man. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> so there are some things that you're not supposed to do regarding the Thunderbird. Ridiculing or making fun of the Thunderbird. <laughs> so I think, <laughs> I don't know. We're not, We're not making fun. That. We're not no. making fun. <laughs> No. Making fun of its symbolism or its importance within indigenous culture can be seen as disrespectful to the Thunderbird spirit. This includes mocking its power, appearance, or sacred significance. We're, we're not doing that. <laughs> oh, no, we're we, saying it's awesome. We respect the power of the Thunderbird. Yeah. Also, using the Thunderbird symbols, artwork, or regalia inappropriately or without proper understanding can be disrespectful. This can include using Thunderbird designs for commercial purposes, Hollywood, <laughs> or misrepresenting their meaning. Ooh, so the so Pontiac, that's why they went out of business. Probably. And uh, that's why people stopped drinking Thunderbird, uh, the wine. Remember that? Thun no. No, I don't remember that. Thunderbird. All you older people remember Thunderbird. That's gone too? That's... Uh, no one drinks it anymore. Maybe it was oh. just one generation that drank it, two generations that drank it, and then they're like... Oh, maybe. Oh, now I drink Mickey's. <laughs> now I drink Old Duels. Oh, wait, that's not even no, near that's what not, I'm talking about. Oh, man. <laughs> Give me an N.A. Uh, what was that one? 211. Give me an N.A. <laughs> Steel Reserve. The best. That stuff is horrible. Steel Reserve. Oh, my gosh. It's so bad. Just makes you just bleh. Have you had that? Steel Reserve? I think I have. I remember. You got to be hard up to, get, to drink Steel Reserve because it's you like. You just got to be like. It's like a dollar for like four five whiskeys in already. You're just like, <laughs> give me a job. I'll just, I'll take it. I think, <laughs> I, I don't know. It used to be, this was, this was like early 2000s or mid 2000s, like 2006, 2007, maybe. Mm -hmm. This is in North Carolina. It was like five bucks for an 18 pack of Steel Reserve. Oh, wow. And from what I remember, it's, I think I it's mean, malt. I think it's malt liquor. So it might be like high alcohol. I think it's high alcohol. So you drink Maybe it. That's why it tastes terrible, it. but it'll get you messed up. Yeah. It's cheap. <laughs> so disrespecting the Thunderbird can occur by trespassing, vandalizing, or showing disregard for certain sacred places. So maybe I would say like if you try to go on a reservation and start acting stupid or like we said, Pyramid Lake, how people would go out there and start climbing on the rocks and acting all crazy. And then, oh, yeah. Bad stuff happens. Slapping fish. There's pulling yeah. fish out of the water and just slapping them just back and forth and throwing them back in the water, taking pictures of them, putting it yeah. on TikTok. <laughs> Look up fish slapping on TikTok. They do it all the time. Tales yeah. all the time. And obviously engaging in disrespectful behavior during storms, such as shouting insults or showing contempt toward the Thunderbird's presence. This can be regarded as disrespectful. If you do these things, and disrespect a Thunderbird, it can result in some really bad stuff happening. Well, hopefully Floridians don't go up there. <laughs> Those guys Why are nuts in Florida. You don't remember that? It was a, I can't remember what hurricane it was, but the news had to say, don't shoot at the storm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll show you. If we all shoot our guns at the same time, it'll change <laughs> the trajectory. I've done the math. I've done the math. And it'll work. We just got to do it all at the same time. We do and, Common Core. 
And then, and then all of a sudden, all these brown people are dead. No, I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. No, Aww, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. But don't let them go over there. They're going to be yelling at the th- Thunderbird. They're like Lieutenant Dan on top of the boat. Yeah, just losing. losing all, their this is all you got. Yeah, just screaming. <laughs> Man, yeah, don't do that. But he ain't got no legs, so no, it was fine. <laughs> they were shooting at the storm. Yeah, they were. They had to, they had to go on the news and say. <laughs> I was watching the weather channel. Please don't shoot it. Was all, don't shoot. I was like, oh, this is funny. It's like a meme or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. And then I started listening to reports and I was like, oh, they're serious. <laughs> like people really want to shoot at this at the hurricane. I mean, won't know till you try. Well, <laughs> guess so. So the consequences can be seen as a violation of the harmony that the Thunderbird provides. Potentially attracting spiritual consequences, such as bad luck, illnesses, or other negative influences. It is also believed that disrespecting the Thunderbird may anger or disturb this powerful force of nature, potentially leading it to an increase in severe weather phenomena, storms, or natural disasters in your area. Also, you can have loss of protective influence, leaving individuals or communities vulnerable to harm, both physically and spiritually. So hopefully in your community, you don't got a ding dong that's out there being disrespectful to the Thunderbird. And then your crops are all jacked up for the season. Yeah, then and you it's get ex- extra flooding. Someone probably did in California. Yeah. Yeah, because it rained like this year. It rained every at least once a week for like two months. Well, now we're, um, all the snow melt is happening and it's flooding everything and all the crops. They're all yeah. getting flooded and getting killed. Yeah, so, this year was just crazy um, for weather. Sriracha is gone again. Can't find Sriracha again. Oh, man. For you guys who don't know, Sriracha's in Cal. That's from California. My wife got to preserve. She got to stash. Oh, I know. Every time she's at the store and she sees it, <laughs> she texts me, you want some? And I'm all, yes, I want some. <laughs> she's the connection. She's all, hey, send me a thumbs up if you want Sriracha. <laughs> yeah, I have like three. I have three of those giant bottles yeah. in, my, in my cupboard. But yeah, the, the rain and the flooding, it was just, I mean, it was a lot for California to handle. It's, it's just making everything all weird. Like our here in where we live, there's uh, there's areas that were dry for so many years like at the park and stuff that we used to go swimming in as a kid Mm -hmm. they were like dry forever now they're completely full oh yeah it's crazy and then we're going to be in a drought next year so it doesn't really matter oh yeah all our california has terrible water resource management or the water will stay the same and then the 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 governor will just say we don't have water don't look over there we don't have water (laughs) no and then everybody that that listens to the government's like we don't have water we don't have water we don't have water we don't have water we have, we're currently underwater right now. We're recording this in. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say in a submarine. Oh, I'll say too, too soon. soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> so some choose to separate what a thunderbird might actually be from some of the more fanciful legends that are associated with it. It would not be able to shoot lightning from its beak, or an example of what some people believe. Nor would it be so large that it could pick up a whale with its talons. These seem to be exaggerated tales to emphasize the power of the creature, and many of these stories may indeed be mythical or just hearsay. Those people are going to have some repercussions from the Thunderbird spirit, I'm telling you that much. Researchers have found sites 4,000 years old where depictions of the Thunderbird have been found. They were crafted around 600 AD, and remains from the Ojibwe and Ishinaabe people represent the Thunderbird as a protector of the upper world. And also archaeologists, archaeological portraits from 1710 AD show indigenous chiefs that they would have Thunderbirds tattooed on their faces. They were such highly regarded creatures in the culture that only the most respected, successful people within the community would would be allowed to have the Thunderbird as their crest. Some researchers looking for the Thunderbird's identity turned to to the California condor as an explanation, <laughs> they said the largest bird in the West could possibly be the Thunderbird. Come on. The condor. Oh, is that why they tried to kill all of them? Maybe. Is it still on the endangered species list? No, they brought oh. him back. I know it was for a long time. Yeah, they, they brought him back from what I what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, Condors are awesome. Leave them alone. They're amazing. Considering the condor already has its place in indigenous stories and culture, hey, it's yes. doubtful... That it's the same creature. Yeah, us. We have a beast part of our creation story. Yep. Very curious little guy. Curious. And now he's... That's why he got burned. Burned his whole face. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Used to be a beautiful white bird. 
Not anymore. He's still pretty cool, though. <laughs> Another theory suggests the memory of a much larger vulture may be the basis of the so-called myth. A Teratornis marimami, possibly the largest bird ever to fly, known only by its Latin name, died out following the last ice age. Yet for a short time, thousands of years ago, that bird shared territory with early indigenous people. So now they're saying it's a dinosaur. I don't think it's a dinosaur. I don't either. It's not. I dinosaurs, think it's a thunderbird. Dinosaurs have their own uh, place in history and culture. But dinosaurs are birds. The dinosaur nation. We have to remember the dinosaur people. The dinosaur, the dinosaur nation. <laughs> the dinosaur nation. <laughs> Respect for the dinosaur nation. Oh, gosh. So the bird is almost always listed in catalogs of cryptozoologists, mysterious creatures, and although the Thunderbird has been sighted on numerous occasions, a credible photograph or video of one has never been produced, and a specimen has never been killed or captured, except perhaps once. Well, don't try to kill the Thunderbird. Yeah, don't try to kill it. If you see it, I mean, cool, take a picture or something, but don't shoot at it. Like Live in the from, moment. Like you're from Florida. Live in the moment. Or shoot at it. Maybe it'll go the other direction. <laughs> just uh, just look at it with your eyes. Enjoy it. Or that, too. You don't have to take a picture of everything. Everything doesn't have to be documented, guys. Come on. Hmm. We don't have to see that you had blueberries on your pancakes, okay? <laughs> we don't have to see that every five minutes. Those are pretty good, though. Blueberry pancakes. No, they're not. They're not <laughs> yeah, I like them. They're not that good at all. Real blueberries or the Real fake blueberries? blueberries? Because everyone puts fake blueberries in everything, and it's just sugar. Yeah, the real blueberries are kind of bitter, aren't they? No, they're just a little tart. Bitter. Tart. (laughs) So this tale comes out of Arizona territory, the desert. Two cowboys encountered the giant flying creature in 1890. Watch that movie. (laughs) Oh, yeah. As cowboys want to do, they took careful aim with their rifles at the amazing creature (laughs) And blasted it out of the sky. <laughs> Gosh. God, what tarnation just started firing at it. They're all, look, it's an Oh, wait a minute. It's, that's flying, but it's an And they start shooting at it. According to an article in the April 26, 1890 edition of the Tombstone Epigraph, the cowboys and their horses dragged the lifeless creature into town where its wingspan measured an incredible 190 feet. And its body measured at 92 feet long. It was described as having no feathers, but a smooth skin and wings, composed of a thick and nearly transparent membrane. Clearly, their description more readily resembles a dinosaur or a, or a petrosaur or a pterodactyl than a large bird. But a man named Harry McClure claimed that he knew one of the cowboys when he was a small boy, and he never believed him to be a liar. <laughs> I shook but, his hand. And so knew yeah, he was telling the truth. It was one of those back then where he's like, he wouldn't lie. It's like, well, people lie. No, they don't. <laughs> one more intriguing element to this anecdote is that a photo was supposedly taken of the great creature, held up with its wings spread by several townspeople. Remarkably, many people recall seeing this photograph printed in Fate National Geographic. But as yet, this photo has not surfaced. A man named Hiram Cranmer, a retired postmaster who lived in Clinton County, was a sort of connoisseur of weird and often discussed UFOs and monsters. He claimed to have seen the Thunderbird first and had possession of the lost photo. But sadly, he died when his house burned down, and most likely, the photo burned along with him. That was the government. They burned his house down. (laughs) He got suicided. He's all, I got a picture! I'll show it to you tomorrow. And then he just didn't wake up. I bought 47 (laughs) copies of National Geographic just so I had a backup for a backup for a backup for a backup for a backup and so on and so forth. Well, to be fair, in the Old West, everyone died like for the dumbest stuff. Well, everything burned down all the time. So, Which is weird because it's the desert. Mm, Yeah, but you got to think, what are they using? Not electricity. Everything's oil. That is true. Dried wood. They have and they're shooting everything. Mm-hmm. They're all trigger happy, so they're probably just, sh- they see a something crawling on the floor. They're all shooting at it and going crazy. Someone left their hand mirror because it was a special occasion. You got your wife a mirror, <laughs> and she left it on the windowsill. 
because the windows are just boxes with empty when there wasn't any glass in it. Oh, and then it just reflected off of that and then burned your whole house down. Mm, what a time to be alive. <laughs> you're over there trying to trying to box some fire. You're all like, I'm a man. I'm going to knock you out, fire. You start punching the fire. Yeah. And then the fire gets on you and then you punch yourself to death. And then it's all maybe that's up. what happened. Probably. <laughs> in June of 2012, two girls saw a Thunderbird while camping in Chip Chapman Township. The bird, which was estimated at a 14 foot wingspan and had no feathers on its head, swooped low over the camp causing a, the younger girl to run crying into the cabin. She says, I know people think I'm strange when I talk about it, but I know it was real. It is interesting to note that the description of the bird has always been similar through multiple accounts. Accounts vary on certain specifics, but it's always described as an enormous creature that causes ripples in the air itself when it catches flight. Hmm. In 2010, a creature resembling the description of the Thunderbird was seen north of Lock Haven. The witnesses were dismissed, but remained steadfast that they had indeed observed a bird with a wingspan of no lesser than 14 feet. They said it was a towering monster. I don't know. The, the wingspan changes a lot. These two, that's what I was going to say. These two accounts, it's kind of weird that they're both saying 14 feet, because that wouldn't be a number that would come to my head. Mm -hmm. I would say 10 Maybe fifteen. Throw. It was about twelve point five point point three. Yeah, that kind of little. It seems <laughs> a little too. Well, how did you measure it? Well, turns out she was a master of geography. <laughs> so geography. Yeah, it's that math. Geography, math. I, <laughs> geometry. No, geography. I said geography. It's, she was at geography, so she took the. She knew that if you do the angles <laughs> of the Earth, and then. And you knew exactly where you were located, then you could determine the calc by the calculations of the geography of that wingspan. All, what it we was, did was we lined our mules up. And it was 14 feet. <laughs> and it was 14 As feet. As the crow flies 14 feet. Yeah, that is a weird, kind of weird number to say. That it doesn't make any sense. It's kind of like I don't know. It's just to me, it's odd. It's 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 an odd number. Because mm. if I'm seeing like a large object, because that happened to us before. I'd be remember like, I that thing you, was 80 feet. You remember just, I told you that story? I think I told it on this show. You saw the thunder? When Kristen and I, Kristen and I were driving to uh, Morro Bay and we were oh, on. Oh, yeah. That, we talked uh, about it in our Camazots episode. Yeah, we were. Okay. Yeah. We were driving to Morro Bay and we were off of 33, no, off of the 46 down to Shandon. And there's that windy road on Shandon that comes out into Tascadero. And mm -hmm. we're moving around and there was a giant. I don't know, flying creature <laughs> above our car that kept following us when we were turning. Now I asked Kristen, I said, well, how big do you think it was? And she was like, I don't know, like six feet. Hmm. Well, she said six feet. Cause I'm six feet. So she's trying to like measure it to something that she's, you know, yeah. that she would know. So she was saying like wingspan, maybe six feet because she thought it was like as tall as I am with the wingspan. Mm -hmm. But 14 feet is kind of an odd, <laughs> it's just an odd number to me. I don't know why. Hmm. Even then, 14 feet doesn't seem that big for a bird's. Like, eagles have really big wingspans, I think. A wingspan for 14 feet? That's pretty big. Even for an eagle? I don't think eagles are that big. Maybe not to you, but I, I believe. Think a, um, <laughs> I think, like, well, like a basketball hoop is uh, 12 feet. Or an albatross. Oh, so now we're just going to go ahead and, okay, we're going to do that. <laughs> I think a basketball hoop's 12 feet. Okay, so yeah. Right? In the heat of the 10, moment. 10 or 12 feet. I don't know. 14 feet. So 14 feet, that seems that's kind of big. I don't know. There was another person who, who allegedly had seen these birds in 1922 in northern Clinton County, a barren region where such birds could have realistically been found. In recent years, fossilized bones of what could only be the Thunderbird have been found in Kansas, Alabama, California, South Dakota, and Wyoming. The most recent sighting was in 2018 when a woman in Alaska claims to have seen a bird with a wing span the size of the road. These are all corroborated by similar sightings from 2001 to 2013. Man, the size of the road? Was your thing following you? Do you think it was that? 
the wingspan. The I don't know. I was driving. I just saw a big shadow, and then I kind of looked up. Oh, serpentine, serpentine. Uh, I was, I was. It was during this area that you go, you kind of, you go back and forth like it's like, yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a windy curve, road, curve, 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 and then you go over this hill, and we we went over the hill, and then it just vanished. But it was Could freaking a, me the heck out. A baby thunderbird. It was just protecting you, maybe. and I was plum sober, <laughs> allegedly sober, plum sober. <laughs> So this encounter that I found with somebody says this happened 17 years ago. They said there was a break in a nasty storm about 9 p.m. in mid-October. My dad and I went out to survey the damage, see if anything had to be taken care of before morning. Moon was just about full, above two thin layers of cloud. Moving in different directions looked really cool. My dad noticed it first, told me to look up. Saw something dark flying above the first layer of the clouds, which even if they were low, would still have been ridiculously high. It passed in front of the moon. Sounds cheesy, I know. (laughs) And the silhouette was that of a giant bird. But it looked like some sort of raptor. The tips of its wings extended beyond the width of the moon. It must have been massive to be this size. So this person saw it like the bat signal flying in front of the moon. (laughs) I mean, if it's, it could, uh, how big would it have to be to cover the silhouette of the moon? Like, make a silhouette over the moon? Probably, like, when you're looking at the moon, or like... Just if it's right in front of your like face? That big, that much right there. <laughs> about 14 like feet. It's about, I think it's 14 feet. I think that's, yeah. that's we came come to find out that that's like the magic number measured at 14 feet. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. So I have another one, another encounter. This person says, I had the strangest encounter last night at my parents' house on the Shenandoah River. I'm not even sure how to explain this. About two weeks ago, around 11 p.m., I noticed an extremely unusual green, blue, and red flashing of light while at a family river house on the Shenandoah River. It was quick, and I noted the time that I saw it and the general area. We spent Thanksgiving with my family and were back at the river yesterday. My girlfriend and I decided we would be at our dock watching the area, watching the area of the river that we saw it from. And around 11 or 12 p.m., she noticed something that appeared running down the river. I looked up and see and noticed that it was a huge bird, a huge dark bird with a white outline or tips that was literally glowing. And it left a trail of of the misty glowing smoke almost. It was almost like a ghost or a phantom-like creature. This thing shot down the river like a rocket launching toward us. It was definitely aware of us because it veered to the right and then started coming directly toward us. The bird dives into the ground, not to the water, and totally disappears and dissipates like smoke into the air. We hauled it back up to the porch, and the story gets even stranger from there. We watched lights and what appears to be a star or a fractal light sit in the middle of the river. Orbs of light start appearing and disappearing. My grandfather lives in the house next door. One appeared over his house several times. The orbs or lights all seem to interact with each other, and something was up with the overall energy of the area. I'd see one orb turn into a triangle and then go back to one. We had a fire pit toward the end of the yard, that we had used early in the night. At the point that the fire was basically out, maybe a few coals of embers, all of a sudden the flames started erupting and spewing from the pit. As the fire burned more intense, the star on the river grew brighter and more intense, like it was feeding off the fire. I noticed the lights throughout the neighborhood. I noticed the lights all throughout the neighborhood were odd as well. Any light that was on in the neighborhood was like a spotlight. Every light was glowing so intensely way brighter than usual, and of course, our electronics started acting up. Flashlights not working when we try to shine the light on the area, but if we just rotated our body to shine it in another direction, it would work totally fine. I am positive that what I saw was legit, and that it was a thunderbird, or some sort of hologram or projection. (laughs) It wasn't an owl or any other real bird, because real birds don't go up in smoke like that. This thing was massive in size, bigger than any bird I had ever seen. This thing looked like a phantom flying bird that was the size of a flying dinosaur. I will never be able to fully explain what I saw. I either saw the real deal or witnessed some sort of classified research experiment, or maybe a mixture of both. (laughs) 
Hmm. I don't know about the flashing lights. That sounds kind of like the uh, the Zonas de Silencio. <laughs> yeah, but a couple of things on that. So you have so this person was saying that the lights around were like supercharged. Yeah, though could be from the lightning. So, like, there's electricity, right? It's like super. Mm -hmm. That's what you're trying to say, or they were trying to say. Mm Hmm. Um, hmm, Okay. The only reason why I think that's kind of odd is because in the story, he didn't say how his body felt. No. If you're around anything, like if you're in a thunderstorm, there's lightning going around everywhere. You feel like a charge in the in the air, and a lot of people say they smell ozone. Have you heard of that before? Mm-mm. you're smelling like the electricity, like you smell ozone. So he didn't say anything about that. So that was kind of odd. And the other thing, this person was saying that it, it vanished into like smoke. Yeah. Like a mist or just like dissipated. Like a, like a Phoenix. Oh, cool. Yeah. That could be it. Another, wow. uh, I don't know. The Thunderbird's a mystical creature. So Phoenix, the power of the Thunderbird. That's pretty cool though. Cause the Thunderbird could have just like had a flash of light. And then turned into a human, and then the person wouldn't have even thought of anything. Yeah, like, oh, and like well, I was there too. Ah. He's all, "Whoa, did you see that, man? That was crazy." Uh, you guys want to play Yahtzee, or you got any board games or something? So I got a hacky sack, bro. <laughs> I'm really good. Throw don't look at minute. my don't look at my uh, my snake paws, though. <laughs> yeah, don't look at those. <laughs> but yeah, like how it could tra- it tra- probably transformed into a human, and then during the transformation, it left behind like the little mist. That could be one theory. Could be. Interesting. So let's end on a little more terrifying, uh, terrifying subject of the Thunderbird. (laughs) Occasionally, they say that they attempt to carry away small animals, which isn't a big deal. But they even try to carry away small children. Maybe if your parents are being bad people, the Thunderbird will take your kids from you. I don't know. This appeared in July 28, 1977, in the edition of the Boston Evening Globe. A 10-year-old, Marlon Lowe, and his mother, Mrs. Ruth Lowe, claimed that one of the two large black birds was eight, had an eight-foot wingspan, and it tried to carry Marlon off with its claws Monday evening in Lawndale, Illinois. Although several birds experts say that no birds are native to Illinois, that could lift a 70-pound marlin. Mrs. Lowe says that marlin was carried 20 feet before the bird dropped him when he struck the bird with his hand. Mm, maybe, I don't they know if little, it, maybe they thought it was a fish. Maybe. They thought it was a little baby whale. Because his name was Marlin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That oh. went completely over my head. I know. <laughs> She's all, Marlin, come on. He's like, oh, is there Marlin down there? I need, I man, where. I have an eight. Oh, there it is. Pick yeah. him up. <laughs> Other abduction stories include that of a 42-pound five-year-old girl named Svahil Hansen, who in June of 1932 was carried away by a huge eagle-like creature from her parents' farm in Leka, Norway. The giant bird carried her for more than a mile. Damn, <laughs> damn that's a long way to be carried by a bird. <clears throat> more than a mile? That kid's probably screaming five-year-old kids probably screaming their head off oh yeah that's terrifying (laughs) the report stated after which it dropped her unharmed on a high mountain ledge so didn't hurt her but maybe again they were disrespecting some kind of something that had to do with thunderbird he's like i'm gonna take your kid and chuck him over here real quick so this last one is in 1838 another five-year-old girl was snatched from the slope of the Swiss Alps, where she was playing by a quote by a quote unquote eagle like creature that carried the child to its nest. Unfortunately, though, this child did not survive the ordeal, and her badly mutilated body was discovered some two months later by a shepherd. The nest was said to contain several skulls, what looked like human bones, and was surrounded by heaps of Heaps of goat and sheep bones. How big was the nest? <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> about, goat bones. I think it was about 14 feet. Human the bones. The nest, about 14, <laughs> the nest was about 14 feet. It was about 14 feet. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm picturing the nest in, um, oh, what was that? The rescuers down under? 
Oh yeah, the old the golden eagle <laughs> yeah. nest. <laughs> Sadly, she didn't make it though. Oh, that's sad. Could have been could have been punishment for uh, disrespecting the Thunderbird. Well, don't disrespect Thunderbird. No. So that was pretty much all the stuff that I could fit into this episode today. There's so much more information out there, but we're trying to compact this into you know a listenable episode, not fifteen hour episode. <laughs> For sure, for sure, indeed, my friend. So we learned to not disrespect the Thunderbird, to because uh, there's consequences. Yeah, Thunderbird's a shapeshifter. It's a yeah shapeshifter. It's a powerful spirit, one of the most important spirits to a lot of indigenous people. If you see the Thunderbird, it'll probably be about fourteen feet long. About fourteen feet long, mm-hmm. and don't shoot at it. <laughs> don't shoot at it. Yeah, it could be it, a, it could be a condor, but it's not a condor. But it could be a condor. But if you do see a condor, don't shoot at that either. No, they're awesome. <laughs> yeah, they're cool. We're at the Grand Canyon and there was a bunch of condors flying around. Oh, really? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Thunderbird, the majestic, legendary Thunderbird. Yeah. And if you did like it, please tell a friend, tell a family member, tell a coworker, tell somebody. Tell your mailman, your mail person, just your mailwoman. That'll really help us out. Sure will. Yeah. And please follow us on any of the podcasting platforms that you listen to us on. Hit follow, subscribe, all the different, I don't know what they're all called, but just add us to your list. If Maybe that's a <laughs> thing too. And then yeah. if you want a free sticker, all you have to do, since you're already on the app, go to the rate and review, leave something, leave, leave a comment, rate us five stars, take a screenshot of that, send it to info at behillnetwork.com with your screenshot. And your mailing address and your alias, and we'll shoot you out some free stickers just for just as a thank you for helping us out. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, make sure if you fo- if you do follow us on our social medias on uh, Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, you can send us a message and just tell us what kind of stuff you would like to see us posting. Maybe give us some feedback. Um, I know our TikTok is doing pretty good right now. We got a lot of followers on there, which is really cool. And we're working on our YouTube, which we. I need to start posting more on there. It's just you do. It takes time. <laughs> you have time, but it's okay. Yeah, we will sleep. be making. We'll just don't. Yeah, I just won't sleep. But uh, yeah, you don't have to sleep. It's yeah, fine. we want to hear what you listeners think of everything. All you need is about five hours a day. That's it. Whatever else they say, that's a lie. You just need five hours a day. I do it all the time. You don't need eight hours. You don't need eight hours. That's a lie. No. Dolphins was, sleep with half their brain. That was. A, that was. The eight-hour thing, that was from the government. See, it they want you to be sleeping for eight hours because they and said, oh, it's good for you to be lazy. It's not. And then they and want then you to work for eight hours. You. See? And then they want eight. you to pay taxes. There you go. And For eight hours. Pay taxes. <laughs> yeah, for eight, pay taxes for eight hours. <laughs> so go to any of your uh, – what? go to social media where Gabriel said at indigenous underscore tales. <laughs> go to socialmedia.com. Social media things that Gabriel said. <laughs> yeah, we're at Indigenous underscore Tales at anything, so just go check that out. If you want to check out some sweet gear that we have, some swag, hat, uh, cups, we have t-shirts, we have mm-hmm. uh, sweet tanks, so your summer tank. Yeah, face masks if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, whatever. We got it all <laughs> for you. Um, just go to yeah. IndigenousTales.Threadless.com and sign up for the mailing mailing list, and they'll send you a free coupon or a coupon for like some code and they'll give you a discount. Every time we drop a new design, you'll get an email saying, Oh, look, new designs in. And we do have sporadic sales. I have not checked to see when the next sale is, but I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be around. It might be. Yeah. It might be soon. It usually is around holidays. And also thank you to those who have been purchasing the MMIW uh, stuff that we have with our design on it, because like we said, we will be donating 100% of those sales with any any sale that has that logo on it to uh, the National Indigenous Women's Resource. We sure will. But thank you again. Thank you for everybody. And if you ever, if you take any, uh, if you buy anything from that store and you post a picture of it and you want to tag us, tag us on any of the social media things. Mm-hmm. And then we'll put you on our story or we'll just give you a shout out or something like that too. Yeah. Or even if you just... Uh, Got our sticker and you slap our sticker somewhere, take a picture of it and be like, Hey, I put your sticker on my, on my private yacht or something. Yeah. We'll repost it. Yeah. That's cool. (laughs) So that's all we have for you guys today. So until next time, I'm Joseph and I'm Gabriel. You're be remembered by the tracks you leave and remain close to the great spirit. 
Thunderbirds are 14 point, feet long. <laughs> 2.2 <laughs> kilograms per pound. And 14 so feet. So killer whale, do the math. <laughs> I still don't know long. how much that weighs. <laughs> I'll figure it out. If you're not spiritually connected to the earth and understand the spiritual reality of how to live on earth, it's likely you will not make it.